Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. That works for you, Alice? Works for me. All right, we are connected. He is here. Newsmax's Jerry Callahan signed in the big, big, bigs. And this is, um, congratulations, Jerry. How many TV hits have you done in Newsmax? Like 75? I've done many. <laughs> Although I, I was getting ready for a hit today. That's what we call it in the business, getting ready for my hit sitting here. And uh, I got bumped for the uh, speaker's vote. Which, uh, they blew out the whole show and just did nothing but the uh, speaker's vote, which is too bad because they were going to have me on to talk about people who are burning their uh, their Crocs. I don't know if you saw the story where uh, Crocs is sponsoring drag queen story hours and other grooming events. So uh, people, uh, concerned parents, were setting their Crocs on fire. And I support those people. I I vowed <laughs> to never, I will never wear Crocs in support of that group, and uh, especially yellow ones. I'm never going to wear yellow Crocs. Never again. I, you know, the the problem is, is that everybody is supporting Drag Queen Story Hour. It's going to be tough to find anybody. Yeah, there's no company that you can use who, that's not for having adult men wear skimpy outfits to read books to little kids, which is odd, my, an odd thing. I did not have that on my bingo card, but, you know, there you go. I had my I had my 2023 predictions all listed, and I, that got bumped for me today on my show by yep. the uh, injury uh by the by the obviously the injury the tragedy in the uh monday night football game but one of them is in 2023 it's going to be the year of the transphobe we're all going to uh wake up to this insanity and i give all the credit in the world to matt walsh and yep. libs of tiktok and chris rufo but i don't know about you guys but there was just a moment last year when i was i don't know i was watching probably reading you know matt walsh's book or reading libs of tiktok and i just said how did we miss this? They've been doing this for a few yeah. years now. You know, these drag, and we used to just chuckle about it. I looked it up last year. There were dozens of drag queen story hours in Boston public libraries, all scheduled yep. 10 a.m., 11 a.m., all yeah. designed to bring kids in. And they were freaked out. You know, they were men who were mocking women, making caricatures of women, dressing provocatively, dressing, uh, uh, yeah. 
and, uh, and, and, and grooming children. And somehow we just looked at it and laughed for, for the last it's, few years. And, and the people this in this year, state like it. They think oh, it's yeah. great. They're all bringing their kids to it and think it's awesome. So I don't know like how we reconcile that. But it's, you know, yeah, the town next door to us had a had a school dance with 14 year olds there and they invited a drag performer to the dance. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of sna- and also the, uh, you know, the trans the, the trans mob, I think, finally is being confronted. Yeah. And I, I salute these people, man, like uh, Billboard Chris, the guy who goes around mm-hmm. to the various clinics that, that mutilate children with his billboard and has conversations. He's doing God's work because I, I mean, I'm here in Boston. I never realized what was happening at Boston Children's that they were doing this to children. They were doing double mastectomies to 14-year-old girls. I, I think if more people learn about it, hear the facts, they're going to be yeah. horrified. I think their their days of doing this without any uh, resistance, without any opposition are over. I think that's a good thing that's going to happen in 2023. I, I kind of feel like it was a... We talk about these people acting like groomers. I kind of feel like the American culture was was groomed into slowly, um, you know, step by step acceptance. It was okay. Bruce Jenner is looking kind of uh, feminine. Bruce Jenner is making it official. He wants to be a woman now. Um, Bruce Jenner is no longer Bruce Jenner. And then it it had then it was you can't just be okay with what Bruce Jenner is doing. You better love what Bruce Jenner is doing. And then it was you can't ever say the name Bruce Jenner or else you're killing somebody. And then it was off to the races. It was once they started making rules and people abided by them, because if not, there would be suicides everywhere. They said, here we go. Just rush in, rush in. And they they filled the void. And now I think people just got to snap out of it because there's no you you got these parents. I mean, you say it was slowly foisted on America step by step, but it wasn't even that slow. Like Obama was elected in 2008 saying like traditional definition of marriage. And now we're like drag queens with the toddlers is a great, great thing. Like it's, it's actually kind of nuts how fast it happened. And, and, uh, and, and and lopping the uh, breasts off a healthy young girl or, or, and I, I think there's some of it's very graphic and, and disturbing. You see, I was, I tweeted out uh, a thing today about the, the surgery you know, where you take all the flesh off of a kid's arm, oh, a girl's yeah. arm, and, and form a penis. Yeah, it's barbarous. Then, you know, it, it, right, it's barbaric. Yeah. And I think that's a winning issue for uh, Republicans because, I mean, people in the, obviously in the fringe, they support, they call it, what do they call Gender affirming health care. Yes. But anybody, anyone sane, anyone rational says they're doing that to kids. Confused kids. I mean, the number, I believe the number is in the last five years, the number of uh, Gen Zers identifying as trans has gone up 2,000%. Yeah. That's a trend. That's just a trend. That's just someone trying to, you know, be uh, be in with the, with the latest trend. And you have to stop and think they're directing them to clinics, which think surgery solves the problem. Yes. I, I don't know if you guys fall. Some of these detransitioners are amazing this girl yeah. chloe chloe cole who's pretty she's big on twitter and she's been on mm-hmm. tucker and various other places her story is amazing i mean they they committed they they committed surgery on her when she was 15 she was 12 and she was confused about her gender and they're giving her drugs 
to delay puberty, and then they're removing her healthy breasts. Right. Yeah, which are all being used off-label, by the way. Those drugs were only ever, even like the puberty blockers, which they always are telling you is like the safest, most reversible thing that's ever, but they didn't even put it through any FDA trials for this purpose. The drug is only approved to stop precocious puberty, which is like kids that have puberty very, very young, not, it was never, ever meant to be prescribed to kids you know, to stop them from ever going through a normal puberty. That's an off-label use. It's never been tested. We have no idea the long-term consequences of that. We're only just now beginning to see kids who, like, can't have an adult sex life because they never had puberty. Like, how can you possibly say a child can consent to that? It's absolutely sterilizing. sterilizing a child, a 12 or 13-year-old who's confused about Mm -hmm. his or her gender and saying the solution is to sterilize them. Make it so the girls can never have kids. The boys can never, you know, boys and girls can never have an orgasm. That's your solution. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is absolute madness. That is, you know, uh, Island of Dr. Moreau stuff. And people in the middle have to, you know, they're, they're ignorant to it because the, the reason Democrats, liberals hate libs of TikTok is she's exposing them. They're yes. posting mm-hmm. the videos. They're telling their stories. And she's sharing it. And their own words, by the way, their own words. They're saying stuff they're proud of. She's posted more pro LGBT trans content on Twitter than anybody anybody else. And it's much like terrorism. Yes, it is much like with the lobotomies 100 years ago. This is being done to Mm -hmm. free people. Remember, lobotomy was lobotomy was supposed to free a person from the wrath that they were suffering mentally. So, you know, they cut off a piece of the brain. And then now we know that that was also Mengele uh, like, you know, just a torture of somebody. And then this is the same thing. We're just affirming a young person just to free them. These people are twisted. But um, the first woman um, a member of the National Institute of Health, Rachel Levine, Jerry, um, first woman general there, your friend Rachel Levine, said there is substantial misinformation about gender affirming care for transgender and gender diverse individuals. Uh, we are facing an onslaught of anti LGBTQ plus IA actions. <laughs> uh, so she's under attack. And then she says. He says, the positive value of gender-affirming care for youth and adults is not in scientific or medical dispute. I mean, what a... I love that. The science is settled. But the best thing he said, the best thing Rachel Levine said, uh, and I I think he said it in April, but it just uh, surfaced a couple weeks ago, is that, um, you you know, everyone transitions at their own pace. He's just glad that he waited till after he had kids because he couldn't imagine his life without his kids. And I'm going, What? You are what you're doing is uh, forcing this on children who can't consent to this. You're right. They can't consent to to get a tattoo right. or have a beer or drive a car or join the army. But they can but they consent to, to, to never consent yeah. to having their wiener lopped off and never having children, which Rachel Levine says yeah. is the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> right. He got his out of and, the way. So <laughs> I mean, that he's the best example of anything. This is they're elevating him because he wears a dress and changes his name. They're elevating him. He would never be in the administration. He would have been run out of Philadelphia where he was putting uh, COVID patients into nursing homes yes. and killing yes. elderly Philadelphians while pulling his 95-year-old mother right. out of the nursing home. That guy be, should be in jail. Yes. Instead, he's 
He's, but, instead, he's but, like the darling of the Biden administration, and they made him an admiral. He's a, a <laughs> admiral, he's a pretend woman, and we're supposed to somehow. You know, what is it about the left where they don't have any like red flag danger sense for totally crazy people? Like well, they did the same thing with the um the Sam, Sam Brinton, yeah. the one that they hired. That like any normal person can look at this guy and say, "This guy's not all right. We don't want him near our nuclear codes. Like just keep him away." He's stealing people's luggage because he got a thrill out of it. He, I, mean, yeah. I, I would have said the dog video where he's walking his boyfriend around <laughs> with his dog. I'd say that in a job interview would be the a deal breaker. Be like, you know, we're really not into into that right here. We'll, not we'll, if you're we'll, a liberal. Not if you're well, a liberal. That's a you should put that on your resume if you're and a the liberal. The funny thing is, is it is it Sam Britton is a ridiculous, psychotic, grotesque thing, and this uh, Rachel Levine is a ridiculous in, insult to women. Just bozo. These people are clowns. And in the, these the drag queen story hour, this isn't like the the male members of the cast of Rent going and doing theatric performances for kids reading books. These are disgusting men with my physique, who are my age, that are who are stuffed into lingerie, who are reading to kids for some reason. What about uh, Dylan? Dylan, what's his face? The, the guy who got uh, the interview with Biden. Biden sat down. Yeah. Well, one right. He doesn't sit down with any journalists, but he sits down and with this person who's been a woman for two hundred days, and she yeah. just he just had surgery to reconfigure his face. And we're supposed to celebrate that? That some surgeon. Took the time out of his day yeah. to carve up this guy's face to make him look more. The feminine. biggest thing about that guy too is like it's if you Google him, it says he's twenty five, and I look at that guy's face and I'm like, how is that guy twenty five? He looks like forty. I well, just don't buy it too. Well, you haven't seen him since the surgery. Yeah, and you know the taxpayers are paying for it. I just think to bring it to circle back. I think there's going to be real pushback. I commend people like Libs of TikTok and Matt Walsh for standing up to the mob because I can attest to it, man. It used to be, you couldn't discuss these things. You couldn't touch them. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of my last days on the air at EEI, the general manager came running in because we were just talking briefly about the the guys who were running girls track in Connecticut and, and right. kicking the girl's ass, of course, setting all the records. And he's like, what are you doing? Literally saying, get off that because if you don't, they're gonna come after me. So they've been a very effective mob, at, and they've been intimidating a lot of people for a long time. And I hope, I think that might be changing. I know the radio business is a business and sales means things, Jerry, but how can you be somewhere where you're not allowed to criticize a day camp for trans kids? You can't even question it, not allowed to discuss it. You can only be on one side of the issue. Like, yes. I mean, you can't discuss Leah Thomas, a guy, yeah. obviously with a great physical advantage, kicking the girl's ass. And these girls who were worked their whole lives for this are, you know, shoved to the side to celebrate women, you know, yeah. <laughs> you support women. So this guy who not only kicked their ass in the pool, but got off. That's the thing with some of these people is they, they get off on their, you know, the fact that they're uh, making everyone uncomfortable. He walked around the locker room, the girls locker yeah. room naked and made 18 year old girls really uncomfortable. And we're not supposed to criticize. No, the that. lesson from Vermont is those girls then should be ejected from the locker room so Leah can have right. it to himself. 
Right, right. That's not where I, I want. Think, I don't think that can hold. I feel like the the, the, the pendulum well, is swinging, and sanity will be restored to some level because any normal sane person knows how crazy this whole thing is. I agree, and I think that the the battle, the deciding battlefield, will be at these board of ed meetings where concerned mothers who don't do a lot of public speaking get up and say, "I have concerns about this," and they tell they shut shout them down. And physically shout them down on the phone sometimes and tell them to just be quiet. And then they stalk them on Facebook in their neighborhoods. You know, once you've pissed enough mothers off um, and they've got, uh, you know, a little bit of time in their hands and a lot of passion for their kids, then, I mean, do you see what happened in Virginia? But, I mean, some places. Well, I mean, I think Loudoun County was ground zero. Yeah. Where the, you know, the, kid, the girl was raped by this mm-hmm. this guy dressed up as a girl and then they moved them around it's like the old cardinal law thing move the priest around oh, yeah yeah and arrested the, the dad does it again. and that that superintendent paid with his job hopefully the, the parents will sue the hell out of him get his friggin' house because that I mean that is just an insanity and you know hopefully it's uh it's not going to last much well, longer. You know that you know the Title IX stuff when they were putting all the tribunals together and deciding that uh, you know frat boys everywhere had raped people because really there was right. a lot of you know it's lawsuits litigation really that blew up a lot of those uh, programs and schools along with uh, Betsy DeVos. But uh, Jerry, I want to get to last night. Alice and I, Alice kept getting these texts. So after- well, not texts. I was on Twitter and we we were not watching the football game, but we got off the podcast and. We were doing our thing, and I was like, "Where, you know? Oh, this, um, this football player. Have you heard of him? He he's trending on Twitter." And I was like, "No, I haven't heard of him." And then I was going like, "It sounds like he got really hurt at this game that's happening right now." And like, I really think we should turn this on because something's going on. Everyone, Tom's like, "People get hurt at football games." And I was like, "No, I think this is different." And we went and put it on, and we were. Both, Alice, the point like, is not that I'm an a hole. The point is, <laughs> is the topic. <laughs> Well, side note, um, but but then we did put it on, and it turns out I was right that it was actually like we were both just like could not look away. What a thing to happen! And it, it wasn't. It was a crime scene. I mean, it, it, the look of trauma on all those other players' faces. It was. The, it was the most compelling thing I have. I've ever seen. I've never seen I, something like that. Never seen something. I where- sat there. I it was nine o'clock. It was yeah. uh, eight fifty-five when it happened. I sat there for three hours, and uh, my son walks and looks at me. Goes, "Are you just gonna sit and look and watch this all night?" I, said, I can't stop. I mean, I was watching Adam Schefter look at his phone, yeah, and trying to see the expression on Schefter's face because I thought if they got the worst possible news from the hospital, Schefter would be the first to know. And I was trying to see how he would react to getting a text saying. You know he's gone. It was it was so bizarre. I've watched a million games and 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 seen a lot of injuries. I've never seen this before. I've never seen a, a deal where the players surround the injured player, so you can't see a thing. We didn't get to see any of it. Right. We just had to. We just had to read their faces. They watched them. You know, shock him back to life. They watched him die essentially. For, yes. For minutes, and they shocked him back to life. I assume they cut the helmet off him. And yep. Cut the pads and the clothes off him, and then boom, they shocked him. And the players were a couple feet away from watching this happen to their friend, which is why it's so nuts. And uh, Turtle Boy's like texting me right now, uh, tweeting at me right now about how they could they could play the game today. <laughs> never, you could never ever play a football game after the players saw that. Yeah, there's and like I'm all the- these people who are like, get back on the field. You know? Yeah, let me read you this. Is a friend just sent me this? The NFL is such an effing joke. Society is so effing weak. First they postpone the game. Now they aren't even going to play it. 
after that firefighter in Connecticut died last week, did they stop fighting fires? Oh, here we go. We can't do our jobs now because someone got hurt. <laughs> First of all, firefighters, you know, that's essential. And yeah. this is not. This is football. Secondly, if they ever played, and I'd be curious to see how it would look, it would be bad. They'd be dropping balls and jumping off sides and getting hurt. They would be totally unfocused. It would be. It would have been a mess. Uh, and you and you can't compare. Like Turtle Boy was comparing. What if a beer vendor died, or a, you know, some uh, some guy usher? Would they have played on? Well, the players wouldn't be affected by that. Right. 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 The reason they called it off, not just for respect for Hamlin, who might have, you know, passed away during the second half in the hospital, but but because they just weren't there mentally. They were wrecked physically, uh, mentally, emotionally. They were incapable of playing football. You could have played, you know, baseball maybe, but you can't play football. It's just too dangerous. It's too violent. You can't fake football, which is why it's such a great sport. That's why the Pro Bowl sucks. Yeah. It's not real football. That's why you can't have exhibition football. You can't have old-timers game in football. Have you ever watched a flag football game? It's boring as hell. I mean, it's fun to play. I used to play it, but you can't sit and watch a game. The reason people watch it, love it, it's the biggest sport we've ever had, is because of the danger, the violence, the intensity, just the risk right. is why people love it. And you remove that, it's not the same. People aren't going to no. be glued to the – I'll bet you there were 12, 12 to 15, maybe more, 15 million people watching last night when that happened. That That's a little different than, you know, Reggie Lewis collapsing at a, at a sh- shooting around or, or Hank Gathers died playing for Loyola Marymount. He mm-hmm. collapsed, he died. That was tragic. That was awful. But there were probably like 700 people watching. There were 15 million people watch yep. Tamar Hamlin go down and, and collapse on his back saying, holy crap, I've never seen anything like this before. It was riveting. It's still, in yes. my mind, it's still you know, fascinating. I'm right, I'm right there with you. And you got to think, well, first of all, they worked on him. Like you said, they cut all his clothes and whatever they did. And you know that they were probably feverishly and intensely working on this guy in a way that, like you said, they saw, they saw somebody dying and they saw medics trying to save him, probably desperately. And unless you've, you know, both of, both of us have lost parents, et cetera, you know, maybe you've seen somebody die there and maybe it got ugly towards the end. But that, to see a young guy like that, that's going to that's gonna mess these people up. I mean, I, I mean, you got to scrub the season if you're those two teams, right? The rest of the, the, the regular season, right? It's a good question. No, they won't. They'll play. It doesn't he? I don't even think it matters what happens to Tamlin, uh, to Hamlin. Maybe, maybe they would have to cancel this week's game. The Bills are playing the Patriots, but they're not canceling the season for those two teams. Those are two of the best teams in the NFL. That's why it was such a big crowd. It, I mean, this was a great Monday night matchup. But they're going to play on no matter what happens to Hamlin. They're going to play in the, both going to the playoffs. They're both Super Bowl contenders. It'll be a challenge to watch how the Bills, particularly, how they recover from this. Maybe it galvanizes them. Maybe they play for Tamar. You know, maybe that's the kind of thing that, and, and maybe they go out and kick the Patriots' ass yeah. on Sunday. I'm not sure how they react, but uh, it depends. A lot of it depends on how he does in the next few days. Yeah. And I also think, and one of the reasons it was so riveting is like every part of what was happening was shocking. The, it seemed like the broadcasters didn't know how to take it, bring it back in because right. you don't know. Is he dying? Is he dead? Is he not going to die? 
what happened? They're probably hearing people, photogs, et cetera, from the field saying, holy shit, it's going on. It's going down here. This is incredible. This is terrible. And then the people, that radiated out from the players to the crowd. The crowd kind of wandered off like zombies. Like after 9-11, you'd run, walk past somebody in the street and just kind of look at them and just not say anything, but just nod. Right, right. It was just so- I mean, I've seen guys. I saw, I was a kid, I saw Daryl Stingley get paralyzed and- you know, that was crushing and, and he never recovered. And these guys have been paralyzed or partially paralyzed, like Ryan Shazier and Dennis Bird, uh, Eric Legrand. It's, it's guys have been, you know, severely, permanently injured. But I'm, I've never seen anyone go through this where they their heart stops on the field. Yeah. And- I mean, you, you see them carted off and they can't even move and they'll give you the little thumbs up sometimes. And, people, right. and they say, oh, that's, you know, hopefully he'll be OK. Let's play on. But it was impossible. You couldn't. There was no question. And the reason the league said give them five minutes, and they took a lot of heat for that, was because they didn't know. Nobody no. knew except the. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. People that were right there in the small right. circle around him, they weren't sure how serious it was, I don't it's, think. No, I think you're right. And it's it's too fluid. And also, it's not like, you know, 20 years ago, remember that comebacker that hit Bryce Flory and broke his face? Yeah. yeah. Pitch, and it was pretty gory. But I mean, that was baseball related. You always know that that's gonna that there's a chance that this is gonna happen, that it can happen. It was gory, but it wasn't a trauma for everybody. Mm-hmm. This was. By so- the way, I didn't know what this Commodio, uh, what's yeah, Cardis, yeah, Cardis, mm-hmm. Cordis. I didn't Cordis. know. Yeah, I have the Wikipedia page in front of me. Commodio, Commodio, Cordis. Right. I didn't know anything about it, but I've been reading about it. And it's more prevalent in baseball and lacrosse and soccer because it's a direct hit on the heart. And like if you get a yeah. pitch thrown at you and hit you in the heart, it's killed people. It's not as common in football because you don't have a direct hit on that that one spot in the right. heart. Yeah. So not an injury unique to football or even unique to the violence of the game. It's it's actually, it was kind of a mild hit, kind of a mild routine hit. It was a fluke. I think there's a lot of commentary about um, about the dangers of football. Would you let your kid play football and all that? And that's fine. I'll have that debate any day. But this isn't one of those situations yeah, but where, it, where it's it, just unique to football and the violence involved in football. Yeah, but is America in 2022 at a place where we can not make some kind of lesson out of this? It's a good point. I mean, uh, someone will come up with a, a chest protector. Right. They need to wear chest protectors because mm-hmm. I don't. Well, actually, the shoulder pads kind of cover part of your chest. But maybe they need to reinforce the chest protectors or come out with some rule that you can't hit that one spot in the chest. <laughs> but there's a lot of people talking about that, the violence. And it's it's obviously applicable every day, every game. It's so yes. violent, so dangerous. But I think at this point, people know the risk. And if you especially if you're an adult. 
a, a grown man, you know the risk and you make the deal with the devil and you get paid a lot and you get to live your dream, but you might, you know, <laughs> you might be permanently uh, injured at any moment. And uh, mm-hmm. this is an example of that, but it's not unique to football. But it's almost impossible for this to ever happen as from what we know so far. So this is not something, it's not something that, I mean, yeah. But, I guess- but people hate that. That's what people hate about it. People don't like uncertainty. People like to believe that right. if you like do the right things and you don't play bad sports like football or if you're like a good person and you wear a mask or do a vaccine or whatever, that you can like prevent bad things from happening to you if you like take the right. St- and sometimes life just right. isn't like that. Like this is an example of one that you it's like what would you how could you know that that was possibly a possibility like it just it isn't something you, know you can control you know it's funny is that we talked about the how you weren't allowed to ask questions about trans you know the trans ideology yep. for the last mm-hmm. whatever 10 years it was you can't discuss it and they could do whatever they wanted it's kind of that way with the vaccine now because people on twitter asking is he vaccinated and like whoa what you can't ask that yeah. and i mean i have no problem with people asking it hell if someone died of COVID, the first thing they asked was, was he vaccinated? Right. You know, or you got COVID because you went to the mall and be, oh, my God, were you vaccinated? Yes. Mm-hmm. They have no problem asking unvaxxed people if they're vaccinated. What's wrong with asking <laughs> if uh, Tamar Hamlin was vaccinated? I mean, Jerry, I'll just totally <laughs> relevant, but we're, we're, we should be allowed to ask the question, shouldn't we? I'll just let you know, Jerry, that there is a midday radio host on an AM station who works for a, a, a company that you are familiar with, who is told to stay away from that speculation today. Today, today, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like yeah. everyone's thinking it. You're all thinking. First of all, you know, is he vaccinated? Did they require the vaccine? Which they didn't, but they did put you through make you go through hoops if you didn't get vaccinated. As uh, Aaron Rodgers has talked about, you had to get tested every day. And you couldn't go in the weight room with your teammates. You had to go separately. Right. And there was all kind, and you couldn't go out on the road. If they had a road trip, which are generally only one night or two nights, you couldn't go out to dinner with your teammates. There were all kinds of rules for the unvaxxed. The biggest spokesman for uh, anti-vaxxer in the NFL is his teammate, Cole Beasley, uh, who was right there with everyone else. And you know he's not vaccinated, but you don't know if Tamar Hamlin is vaccinated. And you know what? It probably doesn't matter. It's probably that commotio cordis. It's probably the vaccine's irrelevant. But it's just a weird phenomenon, isn't it, that everyone thinks it, but you're not allowed to say it. I mean, I'm not casting aspersions or questioning his judgment or anything. I'm just saying, you know, do you think he was vaccinated? Whoa, whoa, you can't ask that. It's It's just... un-American yeah there, yeah that there's this like cook time for yeah, no, we're not allowed to ask things anymore remember uh, uh Dave Andelman asked uh why it was okay for looters to destroy businesses right. that was it that and was during the time when you weren't allowed to ask that now you can ask it's been two years we can ask now his, his brothers threw him out you know threw him to the wolves <laughs> and kicked him out of the company because he was speaking out against looting oh, he was, looting. He was replaced Tito. by Tito Jackson at Jerry <laughs> Remember? Was he? Yeah. Oh, Tito. They had to pay Tito a bunch of money to explain to them how to not be oh, racist. Jesus. It's almost as if it's a shakedown, <laughs> Jerry. We really, we did really lose our minds. I love those Twitter uh, accounts that have the never forget what they did. And they show, you know, the band kids in those little pods playing their clarinets. So they show the uh, the, the skateboard park filled in with sand. Yes. And they, <laughs> all the, well, the paddleboarder by himself get arrested. Never forget what they did. And no. uh, 
But everyone did. But everyone did. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. In 2022, people voted for the people who did that. So well, now that Trump is moving away, maybe uh, maybe there can be some common sense. uh, That was the most disappointing thing about Election Day. I mean, there's a lot of disappointing things, but all the uh, uh, COVID crazies, all the lockdown lunatics got reelected. And uh, now, you know, Charlie Baker's leaving and people are saying he did a hell of a job. I'm I'm going, what? Hell of a job. He destroyed the economy of the state. He put thousands of businesses out of business. He set kids back a year, two years. And you're going to give him a round of applause on the way out the door. Kick him in the ass. He was a terrible governor, a dreadful governor. And the, the worst part is he knew better. He knew better. He was a coward. Yeah. He knew better. He could have yep. been Ron DeSantis, but he was afraid of what the Pazudis would say about him. You're right. What his friends at Harvard would say about him. He was gutless. And that's how we should remember him. He was a terrible yep. governor who had no guts, no no balls at all, would not stand up for the people who put him in office. He stood up and applauded the Black Lives Matter riots in Boston, Jerry. So, right. And he said, it's great that you're out there. Please be safe. And that was that was <laughs> a condemnation. He's such a hack and a coward. And he gets rewarded with a $3 million a year, you know, phony baloney job at the NCAA. I hope he, I hope he fails miserably. <laughs> he is just, but he was such a disaster, a disaster. And he should have, and he knew better. That's, a, I mean, people like Maura Healy or, or what's her name, Michelle Wu, mm-hmm. they don't know any better. They're socialists. They believe all that nonsense. He, doesn't, he knew better. He knew it didn't make any sense to shut down restaurants and gyms. Shut down gyms. I know. In response to a virus that attacks the obese, yeah. the unhealthy, here's our solution. Let's shut down gyms. That guy, you know, the Globe wants you to know he did a wonderful job helping us through those turbulent times. Yeah. And they were also reticent to really pinpoint obese people until months and months at, through the thing. So I'm... Tom personally felt very was, betrayed by I was this. walking or waddling around Market Basket every day <laughs> thinking it was only old people who get... Who is that? This is that- little this little snake. Oh, yeah, I found you. Yeah, he never <laughs> mentions. He has yet to mention obesity. He has yet to he has yet to tell people to eat healthy. Yeah. To uh to to exercise. It might save your life. You know why? Because he couldn't make any money off it. He couldn't create any more Pfizer billionaires. So he didn't say a word about you know trimming down if it might save your life. Yeah. No kidding. Hey, it's Jerry. So how before we let you go? How um. Any thoughts on the Kevin McCarthy thing? Are you agnostic uh, on him? I know you want uh, Jim Jordan, I assume. I want Jim Jordan, although I did. I just saw uh, who, who voted. Uh, Chip Roy, I think, voted for Byron Donalds. I love Byron Donalds. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. I wish I wish he wasn't from Florida because that would be my Ron DeSantis running mate. And you know what? Yeah. I might even go unconventional and say, let's have two guys from Florida, Donalds and, uh, and DeSantis on the ticket. That would be a kick-ass ticket. But... Uh. See, I, I love disruption. I like disruptors. I don't like swamp creatures. So I'm all in on uh, uh, fighting to, to keep McCarthy out of that office and hopefully flipping some people to Jordan. That would be a good. Uh, yeah. A, a good yeah. Solution. Well, they they flipped one. So on the second vote, on the third vote, sorry, everybody switched to Jim Jordan. And then on the on the second vote, everybody switched to Jim Jordan. And then on the third vote, they added Byron Donald. So they only have to flip 198 more Congress people before they, before they have it. But then Byron Donald's had this great tweet that I thought was so good because he tweeted and said, the reason I switched and voted for Jim Jordan is because this is obviously not going to work with Kevin McCarthy. Like, he's not going to get a majority. 
these Freedom Caucus people are not going to change their minds. And like we as a caucus have to go back to the drawing board and talk about this before we do another vote, like and figure out who we have that can get (laughs) 218 (laughs) votes. Like we can't like we can't just keep voting and like hoping to pick off one or two people for Jim Jordan, like or whatever. You need need McCarthy to concede and say, you know, obviously not my time. And I think it'll be a huge blow to the, you know, the, whatever the disruptors out there the, the firebrands the matt gateses and and uh although marjorie taylor green is supporting mccarthy yeah. but uh because you got mccall jim jordan appearing. is supporting mccarthy he <laughs> know he did the nominating McConnell's speech appearing for with biden tomorrow correct mm-hmm. yes i mean <laughs> is that the, that's what you call a trees a traitor that's what you call a backstabbing snake a swamp creature, a, a deep state snake, appearing with Biden yeah. to, mm-hmm. to spending? Yeah, it's out spending. And you're appearing with him to celebrate spending. Oh, yeah. Spending. He's that sending everybody spending. out there. So Biden's spending, uh, sending Buttigieg to Connecticut to tour tomorrow, take the victory lap over some bridges that we're fixing. The American taxpayer. So the I Democrats would never. The in, Democrats would never go and like tout never. Trump's accomplishment. They would never break up their vote for Speaker and not figure out who they're having for Speaker. They have a hundred percent all voted for Hakeem Jeffries every single time. Like they do not. They don't do stuff like this. Pelosi wouldn't let them do so. I don't know. Well, this is why Democrats. Like I. I just don't understand how Republicans don't get it yet. That you can You have to like stick together here. Well, I feel like some of them get it, which is a good sign. But th- you th- you're right. Think of it, Alice. The uh, the squad, mm-hmm. you know, AOC and Ayanna and uh, Talib and, mm-hmm. and Bernie Bros. They're all in on a foreign war that's cost us a hundred uh, billion dollars. These are people that you know when they were younger were anti-war and Bush is a baby killer and a Cheney's a war criminal. They're supporting this pointless, endless foreign war with billions, hundred, you know, tens of billions of dollars. And they don't blink. They don't ask for concessions. They, you know, they get harassed, as we see with AOC, by her constituents, her true lefties, true liberals who are anti-war. But they don't care. They're told what to do and they do it. They, 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 they fall in line. They pretend they're big rebels. They pretend they're anti-establishment. But Pelosi tells them, you know, you jump, they, yep. they jump. And every we don't time. see that. We don't see that on our side. And that, in the end, is a good thing. I'm glad the disruptors are doing some disrupting. I'm I'm 100 percent supportive of what Gates is doing here. Unfortunately, good. in two years, Jerry, Catherine Clark's going to be doing that yeah. in, in her leadership. That's poll. right. That's it's funny. Right. I, I have friends that have known Catherine Clark since she was on the Melrose School Committee and have always said that she's teed up to be the first female president. Uh, she's just that's like how she is she's a climber but how did yeah how about by the way too that they're rolling in at noon tomorrow (laughs) they're like we're just we have this job where we have to elect like one of the most important people in the entire country and like and uh yeah we can't we can't get it done so tomorrow we'll start at noon and we'll circle back on this like other people have to get up for work in the morning but not not if you're in congress the first time they showed up for work in two years. You know, it's the first time they've actually had to well, show up. Well, it must have really taken it out of them. <laughs> and they had to they had to put it off tomorrow morning a little bit. They can't come into work at like eight o'clock or something. That's I, I thought it was funny though, their kids, their family showed up to watch the new guys get sworn in and they didn't get sworn in, which was great. Did you see Fetterman with his kids? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, just know, 
We know he's got brain damage. He does not recognize no. them. They walk up to him. He doesn't touch him. He doesn't hug him. He doesn't look at them. He just stands there like the zombie that he is. As his kids, one of whom is wearing shorts, by the way, to chip off the old block. Yeah. But the mother, the mother, the, you know, uh, Giselle, she's all excited. Uh, Kamala's all excited. And Fetterman, right, you know, is just sitting there like Uncle Festerman, looking around like a zombie. <laughs> Who are these people? Who are your kids? Oh. What are they doing here? Uh, it's going to be fun watching him. Did, did uh, Trump uh, list him as one of his candidates who won? Because he, he was care of Trump. Uh, no, Trump's, Trump was the uh, the other guy. Trump was the Oz guy. Oz was the Trump guy. Oh, hopefully. I hope Trump uh, hits the road. Anyway, that was a mess. All right, Jerry Callahan. Thank you very much for joining us. He is Jerry Callahan. You can f go to um, follow him on news uh, at the Callahan Show, the Callahan Show, and you can find him on Newsmax as well. And so, are you still doing the local singer? Is that gone now? It is for now. I'm trying to figure out a way to do it all. You know how it is. You, you guys are I, the master. I, I, I'm not a corporate. Well, I can say I'm a corporate man. You've seen the stock price, Jerry. We're <laughs> we're rolling in it now. Yeah, you know, it's up to a quarter today, yep. Shattuck. So, uh, Sitting free. You, it's, it's, it's bouncing back. Yep. Jerry Callahan on Twitter, at Jerry Callahan, G-E-R-R-Y-C-A-L-L-A-H-A-N. Jerry, thank you so much, my friend. Thanks, Shaddix. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks, see you later. So um, there we go, Alice. That's where we uh, are. Nice to talk to Jerry, right? Of course. Are we still going? Of Wait, says, oh, so we, are we off the Zoom meeting? We're off the Zoom meeting, so but we're still that. streaming. So you did that in one, one fell swoop? Yeah. You made that and happen? we're streaming. So everything's working? Should I move my computer? Mm -hmm. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do Everything's anything. Everything's fine. What else do you want to talk about? I think we're out of time, aren't we? Are we not? I don't even know where do we're Do we have any Shad Chat messages? I don't know. I haven't been... Let me find that. Do you, okay, by the way, Alice, I have a... You may notice, guys, if you're seeing, one, Alice has me in the hot red Hades um, <laughs> tone, but I've now got rashes here and here on both cheeks. I, I You know, recently, I, I've had this uh, swollen lip as well. Mm -hmm. that it goes one part, just blows up. But I have what I call, Alice, a hypothesis about, right. about my raccoon rash. You want to know what it is? What is it? What did I have on my forehead this morning? Um, your lotion? Correct. You think you're allergic to your face lotion? I think I'm allergic to the lotion. Huh. That's what's doing cuz that I, it goes right here and here. And this is like it feels like I got a sunburn in these places. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to somebody who gives a crap. <laughs> I so care maybe about I'll get married sunburn. and somebody who care about me. Uh hang on. Uh okay. You can I have like a steroid cream that you can put on it. They'll probably feel good. And I told you take Benadryl too. Speak. I think you developed pipe. an allergy to it. Who develops an allergy? I'm just about you, everybody 50. Everybody de develops allergies. I don't think so. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. You've braced yourself? I'm braced myself. I'm ready. All now. right. Here we go. Okay. So, uh, here we go. Oh, Tom, did you lose weight? I, 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 I didn't recognize you. Jeez, you look like a young Richard Keir. Didn't even recognize you. Oh, my gosh. Congrats. Thank, wow, you hear that? By the way, Richard Gear is different colored hair than I have, but still, I appreciate it. To hear Tom talk about it, it sounds like Alice swallowed an entire sleeve of sweet tarts and then prayed that she'd live. 
What is wrong with you? The woman made an attempt, oh, yeah. be it a weak and asinine attempt, but nonetheless. And Alice, did Tom leave the nitrous oxide bottle open in your corner of the room? What a show. You guys go deep, and I really appreciate that. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Cheswick. I appreciate yeah. you appreciating it. <gasps> hey, Tom and Alice. Hey. Um, I once... Uh, dated a girl who was a uh, communist. Ooh, could but, be sexy. Um, she was uh, well. You know, I don't mean to kiss and tell, but you know me. I'm pretty straightforward. Uh, she was a freak. Yeah, oh, yeah. I could see that. I could see In a the communist. Sheets. Didn't you tell me one time you hooked up with someone who was like a militantly oh yeah lesbian, this was a, like, yeah yeah if Mike's watching he'll remember her yeah she was. I, I can't identify her too much. She was very quirky. She was vicious and she was mean as hell. And like all night, the whole thing was that she was like really like rude. And her friend is like, I'm sorry, she's just like that. And my friend was hooking up with Mike, was hooking up with her friend. And this girl was just really rude and vicious. And I decided to just enjoy it and hang out with her. And then, and then, and then she liked me. So there you go. That's right. And so, yes, it's, there's mm-hmm. a chance we were even romantic. Correct. Hmm. Yeah. Hello? Wow. Uh, Morgan's asking wow. in the chat if you're going to respond to Kirk's prediction of your shutting of your mortal coil, but we have not watched KMS yet today. Oh, we, is that today? I saved, I don't know if that's what he's referring to, but if Morgan's asking, are we going to respond? We haven't, we are oh, watching KMS. Morgan, I saved it. But he can tell So Tom and I can watch together. Or unless it I said, should... he said a prediction of you shedding your mortal coil. No, I know that, but I'm saying like in which particular way? Because usually okay. it's something to do with, uh, oh, either eating myself to death mm-hmm. having a heart attack or dr dan drilling through my brain usually it's something along those lines i think it's something let me tell you something morgan it's, says he also said dave was gonna kick it so dave is not alive though there's no there's no oh, come on you put a mirror in front of dave's nose and mouth and there's no <laughs> condensation that. on that mirror sorry about that can i go should we go? You can go. You can so, go. So, Morgan, I will respond to that tomorrow. Let's remember to respond to it tomorrow. Yes, okay? we're going to take a look. We're going to take a look at KMS Maybe, right after we finish this. You know what? What I, what I bet you it is? I bet you he says, goes peacefully. Tommy in New Hampshire says obesity. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Kirk <laughs> would use a such range, a rude word about me like there that. There is a range of ways that obesity can take you out, yeah. I would say. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thank you to Jerry Callahan. Um, go follow him and listen show if you don't already. Oh, Morgan says it was Dave Portnoy, not Dave. <laughs> not oh, Dave. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, check that. Uh, you know, obviously listen to Jerry's show, follow his locals, all that stuff. Um, and... Yeah, thank you. As always, if you want to be in our live streams and get extra content from us, you can go to patreon.com slash burnbarrel or for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.